there. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. Simple, you are an idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Dang it. Well, we are Whoa. under a week away from media days beginning in Indianapolis. Next Tuesday we'll be out there, and Wednesday is day two. Uh-huh. And then we're on to the season. Fall camp begins next week as well. So it is coming up on us quickly. We're joined now by Sean Callahan. Good morning, Sean. Uh, yesterday we got the practice schedule out for the fall and, the ne- and in the media schedule for the season as well. And there's been some people freaking out that you won't hear from the assistants outside the coordinators during the season. Is there any reason for that type of freakout, Sean, or is, are you fine the way that it's going to be set up this year? You, you know, it, it, having a, the resistance has always been a nice thing, um, but I've always known we that was for a rare thing too. It wasn't necessarily common, at, you know, with college football around the country. Um, you know, but I understand the fans in the, in the really love hearing from the assistant coaches. Nebraska is a very unique place. Uh, but with that said, I mean, I, I do look at how it's structured, you know, when we're around the program and we get the Monday press conference with the coach and the players. And at some schools, that might be all you get. And then on Tuesday, we still get the coordinators and the players. There is nothing Wednesday. Then Thursday is obviously the day with Coach Frost. So Tuesday is the only day you could really do it. And you already have the coordinators. You already have the players. Um, you know, so it, it it's kind of tough. I mean, the way the week is laid out, um, without having like a day like Wednesday, you know, how would, you know, and you're already getting the coordinators. It's pretty hard to ram the assistants in there too on, on a Tuesday. And I get, we're still going to get them in fall camp. Um, but yeah, it's not something I'm going to go publicly complain about on Twitter and, um, you know, make a big deal about, but yeah, it, it, it was a nice thing, but I, I can see, Maybe both sides of it. I guess. Would, oh, really? Would you privately complain about it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, they're much more. <laughs> we're still going to be around the program and talking to the players and the coordinators. The one I saw somebody say, "I'd be nice though to get the special teams coordinator too, uh, Bill Bush, um, in, in that group during the season if there's stuff regarding special teams," um, but. Yeah, it, it's it is what I I'd like to know how many teams get all their assistance during the season. I, I how many do you that. think there is? How many you think there are? If you had to guess, if you had less to guess, tw- probably less than twenty percent of the Power Five. Yeah, I that'd be really high to me. I'd say less than five, five. I know 5%. when I go to conventions and meetings and talk to other guys from college football teams, they were always amazed, like that all the assistants and we got all that during the season. They're like, wow, like, you know, it's either just the head coach or the coordinators like this. Um, you know, having, you know, the, the running backs coach being interviewed by 40 people, like that that was pretty not normal. So my Sean Callahan. Sean, media day is next week in Indianapolis. I'm curious as we begin fall camp next week as well, What 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 is the, the, your biggest question ahead of the season that you have for Nebraska that you you want that will hopefully get answered sooner rather than later? Uh, I, I guess the the quarterback position, you know, with Casey Thompson, where's he at? Mm-hmm. Um, we know he had a surgery at the end of the spring. You know, is, is he ready? And if he's not, is Chubb Purdy 
um, you know, pushing him and, and where where is that battle at? I mean, I think that's that's where I'll start because I, I think a lot of the season will, will depend on the quarterback play and what this offense looks like. Uh, what's Mark Whipple's role going to be in the big picture? We think he's going to be pretty much running the show, calling the plays. How will that dynamic work this year with Coach Frost, who previously has always called the plays and run the offense, um, you know, for most of his coaching career, um, you know, going back to Oregon. So where, where will that go um, with, with the offense uh, going forward? Let's be clear. Uh, have you heard anything, Sean Callahan, to suggest that Casey Thompson's not ready to play in camp? No. And I think, you know, some of these, inter- these interviews that are coming out now, on like the radio, those were done back in June, and I think some of those comments, um, you know, if there was a comment about his thumb or surgery or, or this or that, that was too much. I mean, that was early June when these interviews took place. Um, but yeah, he's he's back throwing it. We, we posted one on the Husker Online YouTube ch- uh, page mm-hmm. um, that Janiner and Bonner mentioned something about Casey's thumb, and the same thing. We we taped that interview back in June, um, but we had to wait. Um, to have it published this week. So it, you know, it is, you know, he, he's fine throwing the ball from, you know, everyone I've talked to. Sean Callahan joins us. Sean, what were your, you know, we had the event at Tanner's. Uh, the ticket had the event at Tanner's on Monday night. Was it Monday? Yeah, Monday yes, it was night. Monday. And Scott Frost addressed the crowd briefly. What was your, what was your impressions of Scott during that night and what you heard from Scott without getting into exactly what he said? He looked comfortable, um, but also very focused. I mean, he just kind of has an edge to him right now. Yeah. Sense it. Um, you know, I don't want to say it's a Bo Pelini chip on his shoulder, but he's got a chip on his shoulder right now. You, you, yep. you can sense that. Um, yep. I think I think about his really his entire life, and he's probably never been in a position like he is right now. He's always kind of had control of his situations as an athlete, as a coach. Um, coming up the ranks, um, you know, and, and and this is one where he knows, like, hey, this is this is a big year, and a lot's on the line for a lot of people. And I, I got that sense on um, Monday night at Tanner's, just you know, sensing that you know what I'm. This this, this has to, you know, you, you can just feel it. Uh, and I I know everyone's all you say that every year. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Team, we don't say that. Got great camaraderie. They had team barbecues and this and that, but. You can sense it with him that he's 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 pretty locked in. We also heard from O'Shawn Mathis and Garrett Nelson with Trey Palmer that night too, Sean. And I'm just curious regarding the pass rush. We we feel pretty good about it. Do you do you think Nebraska will actually have a consistently very good pass rush this season with those guys? They have to. You know, O'Shawn first of all led the Big Twelve in sacks in 2020. Okay, he was you know in the middle of the pack, I believe, in 2021. Um, but has he's put together two really good years. Garrett has gotten better every year, and the gains he's made, he's going to put up numbers. Caleb Tanner can get to the quarterback, too. So I feel like they have three guys at that edge position um, that can get to the quarterback. And, yeah, they should be able, in my opinion, to get to a quarterback now with the four-man rush, with that trio of players. And then on the interior of the defensive line, you'll have guys like Ty Robinson that can be disruptive, um, you know, Stephon Wynn. Um, so there are there are guys there, I believe, in in that defensive front group uh, that no doubt should be able to get to the quarterback. 
led by Garrett and O'Shawn Mathis. Nuts and bolts question, Sean Callahan. Uh, Devin Drew not is not on campus as yet. When uh, about when will he arrive? You know, I think it's August fourth is when Texas Tech finishes summer school. So whenever he graduates and is able to finish um, his undergraduate degree. And this is not a surprise. I mean, Nebraska knew that he had to finish his online class um, and, and, and before he could be cleared to go because, um, you know, he's got to, he wants to get his degree and be eligible to play, obviously. And um, he had to finish at Texas Tech um, in order to, to graduate and, and get here. So that's the deal. I mean, I think the positive is that he's played a lot of Division One football already um, at Texas Tech. Um, so it's not like he's a high school kid coming in that late. I mean, this is a guy that's been able to play. Uh, but, yeah, it is it is concerning because you want everybody here all summer if you can, and he's not going to get here until the first week. And you know, there, there have been pretty good success stories of guys showing up the first week. So I, I go back to Randy Gregory and Levante David. They didn't show up till like, August 4th. And David led the Big 12 in tackles, and Gregory led the Big 10 in sacks. Um, as first-year players. So I'm not saying he's going to do something like that, but, you know, you can come in still if you're a dude. I mean, Reese Washington didn't lift a weight all summer, didn't eat a Dave Ellis meal all summer, and he was stringing off 50-yard runs his first day of practice. Um, If if you have it, you have it. I mean, and hopefully this guy will at least give Nebraska what they need, and that's quality rotational depth. There you go. Sean Callahan joins us. Okay, we always go in the weeds with you. I want to pull out of the weeds and just ask a very simple question. Who is Nebraska's best player on offense, and who is Nebraska's best player on defense? God, that That's a really um, <laughs> broad one here at 7 in the morning. Um, Who's their best player? It's not that broad. Who's their best player on offense? Oh God, you can go a lot of ways. I, come on, there's only one best. <laughs> what? Without seeing some of the newcomers, I mean, it could be Trey Palmer. I mean, it okay. really could. Okay. Um, you know, I, I hate to say like an offensive lineman. It could be Teddy Prohaska, though. It could Hello. be Travis Volkolek. Um, Those I, are good names. I'll say Trey Palmer um, will be my prediction. Like, okay. I, I think he, I think he could be a thousand yard receiver this year. Okay. Okay. Who's the best player on defense? It's a little tougher on that side. I think Garrett Garrett oh. Nelson better than O'Shawn. Yeah. Tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one until we see what they put together. But I think Garrett Nelson is on a projectory path, and he's the leader of the team that he's yeah. going to be their best player. I mean, Tommy Hill could end up being their best player. I mean, he's he's potentially really talented. Luke Reimer, if he can um, stay fully healthy, um, he could be the best player. I mean, the, there's a lot of guys you could go. It's not just one easy pick, and I think you would be in the same boat as me on that sip. I would be. I battle it. Might be a column, Sean. Hmm. Might be a coming column. soon. Yeah. Coming soon. Yeah. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. All right. Hey, thanks, guys. God bless you, Sean Callahan. I, yeah, Garrett. I'd say Garrett on defense. It's close though. It's either Garrett Nelson or O'Shawn. You saw Garrett the other night. I just if yeah, people see him. Yeah, he's in. He's an, a big dude. He's another. He's gone. He's taken his physique to another level. Uh, he was a giant. Yeah, that's a big on dude. Night. That's a big. I mean, big O'Shawn's dude. a big dude. Also, yeah, 
He's more linear. We expected that though. Yeah. McGarrett, McGarrett has gotten a lot bigger, strong, right? Big dude, right? Those are those are impressive individuals, size wise, and just impressive individuals. Yeah, well spoken. They were very mature up there. Yeah, Reimer's an interesting interesting case. I mean, he's very talented. As you remember, we always had that conversation when Nebraska played at Northwestern during the pandemic. How quickly, how more quickly, Luke Reimer got to the ball than anybody. Remember that? Yes. You were there. Yeah, he was a bullet. Yeah. He was a bullet. Yeah. Reimer is a very low-key guy. He's not, he doesn't get heavily involved in, I don't know, NIL and appearances. He plays ball, man. He's he a just ball plays player. ball. Yeah, he's a ball player. Um, but he's a good one. And yeah, that health issue is, he. yeah, he, he, I mean, he just needs to stay healthy. He stays healthy. He, he could put it together a great Offense, season. I don't, I just can't go with Palmer right now as I the can't best either. player. I just don't, I just don't want to put that on him. I'd say Volkolek, but man, you're talking about a guy. How many catches did he have last year? Six. I mean, isn't that many? I mean, I I'd go to Prohaska. He didn't. He only played two I mean, games played, last right, year. Right. That's, I don't know. That's why it's concerning an offense. Yeah, kind of. Like or, you're optimistic about Mark Whipple and and the, all the new faces you have, but if if I'm saying potentially your best player is a guy that played one and a half quarters or one and a half games last year in Teddy Prohaska. That's reason for a concern. Uh, uh, Major yeah. concern. I'm yeah. tempted to say Anthony Graham, but he's, he's playing seen at, him either. No, he's playing at New Mexico Military Institute last last season. I'm tempted to say him based on what I've been hearing, but yeah, it's hard. I guess it's. I don't know. I said it's harder on defense. It's. I don't know which side of the ball it's harder on. It's a different conversation, though. It's a much different conversation on offense than it is defense. I mean, you can. There's several good options on defense. Yeah. Offense, I'm not sure what the great. Yeah, Sean. Is. Sean mentioned Tommy Hill. I think you got to mention Quentin Newsom if you're going to mention Tommy Hill. I mean, Quentin might be the best player on defense. There's good options. There's a lot of yeah, options yeah. there. Song of the day is next on early break in the ticket.